From Gimlet Media, this is The Nod. I'm Eric Eddings. So I guess I'd like to start by just welcoming to the studio, friend of The Nod, Ashley Ford. Thank Welcome. you so much. You're also a writer and a fellow podcaster, I all am. around great person and a Gimlet host. I am. You got a I long am. list. I do, but it's only because I have ADHD and can't do one thing at a time. Uh, and I mentioned this particular thing because it is relevant. Mm-hmm. You are getting married soon, right? I am getting married in and September. In September? Yes. Nice. So... I invited you here to the studio today because I've been thinking a lot about traditions and rituals and how they become ours, like how they become black. Mm -hmm. And one event that's like filled with traditions are black weddings. Mm. There's the electric slide. Some folks pour libations out for the people who've passed on. But one of the best known traditions is jumping the broom. Right. So what do you know about it? Um, I knew that it was something that my family didn't do. One of the things that I read was that the broom would be made for the couple and that every broom would be made differently. And this, and I read about it sort of like at least the first time it was sort of like written about or talked about or something was during the slave era in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and the broom would be constructed by, I believe, the bride's family mm-hmm. and the women who were part of the bride's family. And then they would jump over the broom and then the broom would be kept in the house of the new couple. Mm-hmm. And I believe above the door or next to the door or something like that was supposed to be important. Yes, you are spot on. And at this point, like, when somebody says, we're going to jump the broom, I mean, that just means they're getting married. Like, there's even a movie named after it. It's literally called Jumping the Broom. Your smile tells me that you've seen it. Oh, I've seen it. If there's a movie with Angela Bassett in it, I've seen it. Okay, well, that's a good list. Yeah, it really is. It's a good rule to go by. So for those of you who haven't seen it, the movie came out in 2011. It's an Excellent rom-com about two black families, one rich, one working class. Mm -hmm. It's very cute, very messy. Mm -hmm. The cast is epic. Angela Bassett, Paula Patton, Loretta Devine, whole lot more. Anyway, I'm going to play you a scene. So the two families are at the rehearsal dinner, and they start to talk about what traditions they're going to do at the wedding. To the left, to the right, (laughs) to the right. Actually... Jason and I told the DJ not to encourage the slide, you know, so I don't want you to look forward to that. (laughs) Y'all don't do the electric slide? What y'all do, the river dance or something? What's happening? No, Willie Earl, it's just just so cliche, you know? They do it at the end of every black wedding, and we just... Well, it figures that your kind would think that way. Mom, here we go. Your kind? I'm sorry. I didn't realize that the electric slide was a cultural necessity. <laughs> well, the electric slide at a black wedding is just like jumping the broom. Yeah, right. You're going to jump the broom. No. What? Jason, enough is enough. You've got to jump the broom. Uh, Mom, Mrs. Taylor, just... Jason and I decided we wanted everything to be simple, elegant. Ow! <laughs> Modern. Would a Jewish couple get married without breaking the glass? We're not Jewish. I didn't say you were Jewish. The slaves were not allowed to marry. Jumping the broom was the only way that they could show their union. Now, we have done that in this family for years. It is a tradition. It's gone on for generations. And as you say, it is a cultural necessity. So this whole rehearsal dinner almost fell apart 
Because this couple said they weren't jumping the broom. Mm-hmm. Like, it's clear it's this really emotionally charged choice. And I'm curious, like, you mentioned your family doesn't jump the broom. They don't. Do you do you know if there's a reason why? The reason that was given to me when I asked my grandma about why we don't jump the broom and why none of my aunts had jumped the broom, my grandma has five daughters. Mm -hmm. None of them jumped the broom. And they've all been married at least once. She said that it was something that was usually passed down, and specifically that the broom was passed down from person to person in her family, and that her mother had never handed her down a broom, had never talked to her about the broom, had never, like, none of that had ever happened. And I think one of the things that that made me realize really quickly is that's how quickly a tradition can die. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Um, My family didn't keep up with a lot of cultural traditions or whatever. Now, don't get me wrong, like, we blackity black, you know, like, there's a lot of stuff, you know, uh, shared culture that I have with every other, you know, black person that I meet for the most part. The slide is still gonna happen. The slide is still gonna happen, (laughs) okay? This is still happening. But... Um, there are things like, you know, jumping the broom. Or you even hear, you know how black people always talk about, like, eating black eyed peas mm. the day after New Year's? Yeah. Like, that, so those sort of things that were just, like, very black, my family did not do those at all. Mm. Like, ever. And so it's, it's another one of those things that I feel like I missed out on mm. as a cultural tradition. Yeah, I mean, I feel that. Like... I didn't jump the broom, and my family doesn't really either, which I think is actually a part of why I'm so interested in how other people decide, like, whether or not it's right for them. And you're getting married soon. I am. Yes. And I've been seeing you've been been writing about it, you've been tweeting about it, guiding everyone along through this process. And you brought in someone to help us talk about your wedding today. I did. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. I am <laughs> Kelly Glenn Stacy, writer, poet, homemaker, and prospective husband to Ashley C. Ford. That so was it. I mean, did you practice that? that was no. Good. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it just flows. It just flows like this. It just flows. Uh, so I'm curious, like Kelly, for you, like what, what traditions? Like, do you do you does your family have any wedding traditions that they do practice? Not really. My parents were married in their backyard. For like three hundred bucks, I think. Can you say more about your background? Can I, I like this is a question I actually never like for real got to ask a white person. Uh, but like, what like so what type of what type of white are you exactly? Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, so I'm not like New England waspy old money white. Okay. Uh, my my mom, her, I think grandmother came over and we're like Lithuanian German immigrated okay. like right around 1900 and then my dad's side of the family is uh, they're all from Kentucky gotcha okay I promise that's relevant we, I was, <laughs> well, did, did that answer the question? that answers the question okay. perfectly you were great so you guys are in the midst of wedding planning like I'm sure you're trying to decide a million things mm-hmm. and I brought you here today not to convince you that you should jump the broom but I do want to give you all, and I mean all the information you might need to decide if it's right for you. Yeah. So we're going deep on jumping the broom. And let me just prepare you. We're going to go to some places that you might not expect. Oh. I hope you're ready for that. Yeah. I Let's think do we're it. all right. Are yeah. you sure? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So to do this, I reached out to someone who's an expert on the topic. His first name is Tyler. Can you pronounce your last name for me? Yeah, Perry. 
It is Perry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for this. But like, how often I, I <laughs> do you get Tyler Perry jokes? Oh well, it, <laughs> it's it's pretty often. I think it might be dying out a little bit now, uh-huh. um, especially since I moved to California. But when I when I was teaching in South Carolina, it was uh, pretty much around the clock. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. And you know, t- teaching African American history and African American studies, it certainly <laughs> was, yeah, the irony wasn't lost on people. It's yeah. it's pretty perfect. <laughs> so we're not talking about actor and comedian Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the professor of African-American studies at Cal State Fullerton, Tyler Perry, okay? And he actually jumped the broom with his wife. She's African-American. He's white. And before their wedding, the minister asked him to do some research about jumping the broom. I was essentially accumulating this information, which for the minister was just way too much. So I presented him with this big report paper, and he said, I'm thinking more along the lines of five sentences. <laughs> so the minister let Tyler know he was doing way too much. But Tyler was so surprised by what he found in his research that he chose the topic for his dissertation. Oh, wow. Yeah. So one of the first big surprises that he discovered is that. After the Civil War, like, jumping the broom as a tradition almost died out completely. Really? Yes. Because now, like, Black folks could go to a church or the courthouse to get married. So the only people who kept practicing the tradition lived in really remote areas. We've become accustomed to the idea that you can Google or call a minister and they're ready to marry you at any point. Or, you know, I'm from Las Vegas. You can simply go to one of the white (laughs) wedding chapels downtown and just get married. But if you live in, say, rural Kentucky in 1867 you might not see a minister for two to three months until they're passing through. He also said that as the Great Migration kicked off, there were fewer and fewer Black people in rural areas. Right. And he told me the other reason the practice almost died out was shame. Former slaves will actually deny that it ever happened because for them, they are trying to leave slavery behind. Mm -hmm. There were some that would simply say, we never jumped a broom. That never happened. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's a lie that somebody told you. So there was, to some degree, an act of suppression of the custom because it was a symbol of oppression for them mm-hmm. um, and, and uh, maybe even a source of embarrassment. Wow. It makes me a little sad just because... I think the things that mean something to us when we don't have other options are still ours. Hmm. And I think that the choice to carry those or not to carry those should never be rooted in shame Hmm. or embarrassment, I guess. Yeah, so like wrestling with all these feelings and like, you know, people thinking about jumping the broom um, in that way cause it to really just like fall out of favor. Like, By, like, the 40s and the 50s, it was not in or, like, the Mm. thing to do. But in the 70s, there was a big, big revival when people started, like, practicing again. Hmm. And the thing that brought it back into fashion was a special TV miniseries. It's Roots, right? Ding, ding, ding. All right. (laughs) So let's watch the very scene that brought Jumping the Broom Back to life. Yeah, I'm ready. Kunta Kinte is about to marry his love interest, Belle. 
And all the slaves on the plantation have gathered to watch as this woman circles them with the broom and then places it at their feet. Y'all sure y'all want to get married? I do. I do. Then in the eyes of Jesus, jump over the broom into the land of matrimony. That, like, simple scene Mm -hmm. is, like, really what kind of blows it up. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting, too, because one of the few, like, just straight joyful scenes Mm -hmm. (laughs) in, like, in the series, like, a lot of it is... Harrowing. Yeah, you know? (laughs) And I think, like, seeing, seeing people so happy to do it as well makes me feel like, oh, maybe this is a reason why, like, it could have come back. Absolutely. They're in like they're in their finest, you know what I mean? Like every she has flowers in her hair. Like it's celebratory. Yeah. So like uh so following roots, it kind of like you know, it kind of like blew up, came back into the public consciousness. But a few decades later, there was another really, really huge boost in popularity. Are there any guesses as to what time period this might have occurred? I want to say the 90s just because I feel like the 90s. Um, especially early 90s to mid 90s was such like this. I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. Like, it's just super black. Like, that is a really super black time. That's like Spike Lee time. That's like, that's salt and pepper time. That's hip hop time. Like, that's like, it's this time that I remember of it being like, um, being proud to be black in a very present way. Yes. In the 90s, there was this massive wave of Afrocentric pride, and it was just visible everywhere, including weddings. And jumping the broom was a big part of that. Mm. One of the things that made it so popular was this one book that was released called Jumping the Broom. Really? It's called Jumping the Broom, an African-American wedding planner. And it was released in 1993. And it was like one of the first books to really popularize like Afrocentric weddings. And actually, I have a copy of the book right here. What? So on the front, you see this bride and groom. And they're just looking like a 90s cover of Jet Magazine. sis. This little headpiece, this hat (laughs) is giving me life. The hat, like, how do I, I always called these when I was growing up, I called them Queen Latifah hats. Pre-living single Queen Latifah. Pre-living, yes. That, you know, the, who you calling a bitch? Queen Latifah. (laughs) She was so fly, right? So I actually spoke to the author of this book. Her name is Harriet Cole. Mm -hmm. Uh, Today, she's a lifestyle writer and an etiquette coach. But back in the 90s, she was the fashion editor of Essence Mag. And she would do a lot of, like, features on, like, weddings. And she was covering this massive rise in Afrocentric weddings. So if you walk into a church, you probably smell incense. The flowers lining the aisle are not white. They're colorful and tropical and wrapped in raffia. There is a chalice on the altar, which is what you will use to offer libation to the ancestors. The jumping the broom part will happen at the end of the ceremony, usually to the beat of an African drum. The drum would beat slowly and quietly at first, but build as the officiant is telling the story of our ancestors and how creative they were and how they figured out 
how they could honor each other at this important juncture in their lives. And when the drums reach a crescendo, that's when the couple jumps over the broom. This makes me feel like everybody, it wasn't just this book, but everybody was, you know, a little bit coming to america it. I mean, a bit, yeah. Like, it seemed like everyone was looking for ways to reclaim or show off their connection to Africa. And, like, rituals like jumping the broom were seen as super authentic ways of doing that. Mm. But here's the thing. When I asked Tyler to tell me more about the actual West African history of the tradition, he said they never jumped the broom. What? I wrote in my dissertation an entire chapter on West African marital practices. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was looking for it. I said, if there's any evidence that this happened in Western Africa, I'm going to find it because I'm going to scour every single primary source that I can find that was written about pre-colonial Western Africa. Mm -hmm. And it just, it just wasn't there. So there are no roots of this that actually come from African tradition. Yeah, this is a question I get quite often, and I think it's it's probably one of the more disappointing answers that I tend to give <laughs> to people, to be honest. So this tradition, so closely associated with Black weddings, so often linked back to our roots in West Africa, actually has no roots there at all. So where does it come from? After the break... Tyler Perry blows my mind. Welcome back. So, I have a hunch, but I'm curious, like, will you two be jumping the broom at your wedding at this moment? No. 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 Okay. I'm glad you both said no, because <laughs> there was a hesitation. I was like, well, is it different? He was uh, like, I know that. And he was probably looking at me like. Oh, I was, I was letting you lead. He was yeah, letting me lead. Letting he lead. was letting me lead. <laughs> like, it feels not right for you and I to jump the broom because it feels like a tradition that was never meant for our union. I'm white. So then put myself into that space would be a a weird appropriation. So Yeah, I mean, I think that my feelings on it today would be that I would only jump the broom with another black person. Gotcha. And that makes sense, right? Like usually when you hear people talking about jumping the broom, they're only talking about black folks. And the tradition is so closely tied to black people. Right. But according to Tyler Perry, some of the first people to do it were Welsh. This is a Celtic custom also practiced throughout the British Isles that was also practiced by North American slaves and other communities. So it represents this Atlantic dimension of migration and cultural exchange. So this is actually why I asked you (laughs) about your ancestry, Kelly, because it turns out Jumping the Broom has its origins not in West Africa, but in the British Isles. Which is something. I'm Kelly Glenn Stacy. I'm Irish, Scottish, and English. Not Welsh. (laughs) (laughs) So we jumped all the way around. (laughs) Not Welsh. But yeah, it dates back to like the 18th centuries. Wow. Yeah, before it ever got to the Americas. I'm curious, like, what? How does that make you feel? I mean... 
Oh, my gosh. Like, I feel like every time you look back, any sort of tradition that you have that you think is, like, whatever you think it is, just, it's not that, ever. (laughs) Christmas isn't real. Jesus wasn't born on Christmas Day. Like, like all of these things, you know, and I mean, I know, shut up, Cal. He's looking at me like, did you just figure that out, man? No, no, it's just, you seem like you're going on a huge rant here. I don't feel like it's a rant. It's just like, nothing is real. Nothing is real. I don't know. Like, it's weird because on the one hand, it's like, yeah, those are the true origins of it. On the other hand, I'm like, uh, it still has the black slave history. You know what I mean? At least in America. And there are a lot of things that I think come from different places. And it's like, but now it does complicate it a little bit in my head because it's like, I don't know, maybe now jumping the broom sounds less racist, but we can't be like people at our wedding. Everybody at our wedding is going to know that this is from Wales and <laughs> yeah. not from like plantations in Louisiana. So it still is kind of like. It's complicated. It's yeah. complicated. <laughs> like with the context we had, like this is expanded the context but i mean but jumping the broom in wales in 1780 and jumping the broom in america in 1830 between black slaves are still two different things it's still ah, two different things that is a great point and it makes you think about like why were they jumping the broom in the first place you know yeah. like why were people in the british isles picking up broomsticks and just jumping over them right well surprisingly it was for a Pretty similar reason that we jumped the broom. So many different communities picked it up mm. because it was practical, especially if you were from a oppressed, marginalized, or ostracized community. Jumping the broom provides ceremony in the face of oppressive circumstances in which you either can't get married or you're legally banned from getting married. So Tyler also found evidence that, like, white people who were descendants of people from the British Isles, they would jump the broom in rural areas uh, like Appalachia. I know somebody's fam is from Kentucky. They sure are. <laughs> from the holler, no less. From the holler. And so, like, that, that's, that's a ritual that they would even practice there. And so Tyler has a few theories about how the tradition got from these British immigrants to American slave communities. There is a pretty strong evidence that slave owners introduced the custom into the plantation and then the enslaved, you know, acquired it and reinvented it and reimagined it for themselves. But there's also some instances in which poor whites who also jumped the broom in North America initiated activities of cultural exchange with the enslaved. I'm sitting here being kind of astounded. Me too. By that. I didn't know any of that. It's more information, but it just made it more complicated. Exactly. Like, I can even think, you know, for myself, like, a part of me was kind of excited about it because it seemed like, it seemed like a thing that, that maybe had been passed down from West Africa. Right. But if it's not, then is it really ours in the way we thought? Well... Tyler says that maybe origin and ownership don't have to be the same thing. I mean, even if you look at food culture, dancing, uh, music, all of that is, at least from the African-American experience, a product of how Africa met Europe in North America. This is one of those really 
cool processes of creative adaptation by an, an oppressed group of people. And for me, I think it's just as unique as other genres. So you talk about the development of the blues as kind of this um, way of surviving uh, the oppression of Jim Crow and whatnot. I think that there's a richness to understanding the experience of slavery and how it develops a culture of a people predicated upon survival and, and advancing in many respects. So if you couldn't escape slavery, you at least created something that allowed you to survive it psychologically. Ashley, I can see that you're kind of like wrestling with something. Did that, did that bring something up for you? It makes me... Uh, it actually just makes me feel a little bit more lost. Hmm. Um, I, I, and I think that that's just because I'm pretty constantly thinking about how much of my history is lost to time because I'm a woman, because I'm black, because I'm queer. And this is one of those times when I feel like, no, I want, I want a better answer. Like I want, and I do, but I don't know what the better answer yeah. is. Like there it's is hard. no better answer because it just, it's, well, this is what happened. Yeah. Like that's the answer. Um, and I think that what I'm trying to figure out now is even in this moment, how do I get to feel mm. about that? How about you, babe? So... Uh... Thinking about it, I'm I'm gonna say I'm still a no on jumping the broom at yeah. our wedding because I think that no matter the origin of it, through our perspective of history, it is completely inseparable from black identity. And for me to participate in it would be performative and it would be appropriative. Um I think that there are a lot of traditions and a lot of festivals that belong to one people who came from somewhere completely different. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't think it, it takes away from it being a black tradition at all. Yeah. I think for me, the reason why it's kind of harder to think about is because it, it makes me think about how blackness and especially American blackness is irreparably complicated. And so many of us are, you know, mixed up with so many different cultures. And, and it's also just like that Black is such an expansive, beautiful thing. And I feel a little challenged to sort of be, to have more recognition of that, that beautiful expanse of Blackness and not think about things in terms of purity. Mm. Which I think I tend to do. I mean, clearly I made the same mistake. It was yeah. talking. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we've went on. We've went on a bit of a journey. This, oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> Emotionally exhausted. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming out and let me get all in your business. <laughs> Happy. Yes. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Uh, I, I'm really excited uh, to yeah hear more about the wedding. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. And now you can move on to the most controversial thing at your wedding, your playlist. You know, Kelly. Uh, I'm like, okay, we can play Billy Idol, but if we do, the only people on the dance floor are gonna look like you. <laughs> I mean, the, and they're gonna look like me and come from the, our friends from New York. Yeah, maybe also. Now, some if of our we want to get the Stacys out there, we got to put on Molly Hatchet. 
Yeah. They got to be flirting with disaster. <laughs> or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Maybe what you do is right after Billy Idol, that's when you make the hard segue into the slide. So you yes. have everybody else already out on the dance floor. <laughs> Dancing with myself, electric slide. Yes. And then everybody else comes out, and then you got everybody on the there floor. There we yep. go. The Nod is produced by me, Eric Eddings, with Brittany Luce, Kay Parkinson-Morgan, and Emmanuel Berry, with production assistance from Wallace Mack. Our senior producer is Sarah Abdurrahman. We are edited by Sarah Saracen and Annie Rose Strasser. Engineering from Cedric Wilson. Fact-checking by Max Gibson. Special thanks to Angelina Mosier. Our theme music is by Khalid B. Additional music in the show by Khalid B and Bobby Lord. And one final note, if you're a fan of The Nod, don't be selfish. Tell a friend. Pull out their phone, download your favorite episode, talk about it after. It's Black History Month, y'all. Let's do it for the ancestors. I'm trying to figure out how culturally exclusive it would be to play Wipe Me Down at the reception (laughs) because we both really love that song. Boozy badass. Yeah, but I don't know... I don't know if I could dance to wipe me down in front of like my mom your will mom. be asleep by ten. So, Great, so then we play. So when it's just like when it's just us and like my uncle Sam, yeah, then it'll be perfect. Then it'll be then we'll play wipe me. Yeah, down. I'm on. I'm as, soon as, it, on. Yeah. as soon as it starts to fade, that's what it Shoulders, comes in. Just dance floor showing my ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really love that song.